Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Ceasefire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 153, and today we'll be talking about Gem Heist. I'm GC13. I'm Isabel. And I'm David. So, uh, Steven is a gem who lives a life of danger, is he not? He sure does. Although he has never met a stranger. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, so Steven really didn't know what he was getting into here. Sapphire's future vision would have come really in handy, but her vision seemed totally off the whole episode. She saw it not working out, and I guess things didn't work out in the beginning of the episode. And then later, she was completely caught off guard by the fact that Steven, Ruby, and Pearl all came up with a plan without her. But whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, how did she not know the plan? Oh, right, that seems like a basic feature of future vision. It's like, yeah, when your three friends concoct a plan, you know what it is. <laughs> right. Like, not difficult future vision. <laughs> yeah. But I, I do want to know what she initially saw. Like, hey, let's do this even though I don't think it'll work. Right. Well, she may have just been referring to Steven's capture, which was obviously a problem, so. I don't know. Future Vision just throws me for a loop every time. Every time. What about you, Isabel? I believe this is the first episode where Amethyst sees another other Amethyst. Am I correct in that assumption? Yep, she even calls that out at the beginning, that she's never even seen another Amethyst yep. before. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Yeah. Those two were uh, quite intimidating to her there. I wonder if they started smiling and joking as soon as Holly left. Yeah, obviously we don't see it happen in this episode, but there's a lot of background things happening with Amethyst, which, man, we really need to see the Famethyst come up in, in future episodes too, because really great addition to the cast, tons of interesting designs. It's fun to see both the artists work around sort of how do we take this character that we made and make a whole bunch of variations on it and then also hear uh, michelle diaz you know trying to put on different voices uh i found it more humorous when pearl voices you know uh both yellow and blue <laughs> just have a special place in my heart you've reached the yellow diamond communication <laughs> line exactly <laughs> hold please so, you know, if we got maybe some more time with Carnelian or someone a little different, that, that might... Although, I don't even know, was Carnelian even voiced by... Well, it doesn't matter. She wasn't in this one. So, but yeah. I don't know. This episode just makes me really curious about White Diamond, because apparently it would not be weird for an Amethyst belonging to White Diamond to be accompanying a Sapphire belonging to Blue Diamond. I just... Well... I think that says a lot. I, I do think it's weird that no one, you know, the uniforms uh, should matter, right, to someone like Holly Blue. So why does she not notice that Amethyst is just, like, all purple? I mean, I guess she's not paying attention to Amethyst. But then you've got a pearl that's just multicolored. And even, well, I guess in the flashback in the answer, the rubies didn't have, did they have a little blue diamond on them, at least? I I don't think they had any diamond insignia on them at all. They had plain uniforms. Yeah, but the but our our five rubies that we've had in show, they've had the or the yellow diamonds. So again, um, you know those things that they've established in show, which should be important, get ignored a little bit for the sake of convenience. I guess I don't know. Maybe Holly Blue, she's not necessarily the best leader. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> if if the amethysts are from Earth and that's what's wrong with them, maybe Holly's from Mars. Right, the one gem made on Mars. Hmm. Failed experiment. Yeah, she she really failed in many ways in this episode and, and continued to throughout the bomb. Uh <laughs> She's like the cutest drill sergeant you'll ever see, though. Oh, I loved her design. I, I don't really know what to call the two things popping up in her hair, but just such a cool design. Oh, yes. <laughs> she's just like this prim, proper British matron, but she's doing drill sergeant things. I love it. Yeah, it's a great combination. Also, just the start of this episode, just having sort of this different... Uh, you know, Avi and Sarashu really try this sort of spacey mix and just all that combined so that by the time they revealed Holly Blue, I was just really put into this whole weird, you know, space zoo environment. Uh, I really liked what they did, building up the atmosphere and then introducing us to a character with just a totally different attitude and, and visual style that we hadn't seen. It's always impressive when the crew universe can keep delivering something fresh. And, and they definitely did that here. So, uh, Esteban Universidad. Maybe this is, uh, Steven secretly saying he does wish he could attend college, even though he's with the gems <laughs> all the time. Either I... that or maybe he only speaks English. One of the two. Yeah, one of the two for sure. I love his aliases and, um, he, he just needs to, <laughs> I, I think that's a joke that started. I wonder if, you know, when, um, in Steven and the Stevens, Steven spoke Derci at the end because um, Zach Callison had been speaking some Italian and Rebecca Sugar thought that was really funny. I wonder if that's also where some of these other aliases are coming from or if they just, the Crooniverse after that started having this idea of just imagining Steven as Peter Pizzapopoulos and all these different, you know, racial stereotypes. Oh, I guess they're not really racial stereotypes, but just funny, just from across the world. They're just accents, also known as acting. Acting. <laughs> so that's a fun idea to see them play with. I just want Zach Callison to wear a pompadour and a jean jacket over a plain white t-shirt, okay? Don't judge me. <laughs> I won't judge you, DC. I mean, he could be the king of cool. So do we think that there's any significance to the whole while Holly Blue's explaining the use of the door for the to the human zoo, that there was one time, only one other time it had been used, but she was cut off. I mean, that's sort of weird. I think that's just to foreshadow the fact that, you know, that way in the next episode when the amethysts pour in from it, it's... Uh, it's been previously established and it gives Steven and Greg something to try to do in that episode so they can be proactive. So I think that's the only reason. And then I also just like how, I, I guess we'll talk more about this later, but it, it leaves the incident that they had to go in for ambiguous. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, you know, Holly never finishes her story. I do wonder, though, why, why does Holly pretend like she can't understand Steven? Yeah, so... I, I'm pretty sure at right. this point that she can. That's pretty weird. And also that amethysts seem to understand human speech too, but they also, when Steven's being put into the um, sort of conveyor belt line, you know, they sort of ignore his speech to... Other amethysts? Right. He kind of... Well, then again, he had been with an amethyst, so that wouldn't be weird. They, they knew he yeah. was with her. I, I felt like some of the... 
some of the like steep like Holly surely could not have walked down that hallway too fast before they immediately started discussing their plan in no uncertain terms a little too loudly. Oh, don't even get me started. <laughs> that entire scene is terrible. For one, that is the shortest five minutes I have ever seen. Right. And then two, as soon as she's off screen, it's like, okay, let's start very loudly talking about our plan. Right. And, you know, you expect a comment to come in from the side. It's like, why are Ruby so stupid? They think just because you're off camera, that means you can't hear them. Right. I, <laughs> exactly. That shouldn't be the point that as soon as a character's off camera, now we can talk as loudly as we want. It's a little weird. They did that, they did that again in Nightmare Hospital, where it's like Dr. Maheshwarn is walking down the hallway and then it's like, she would have had them in eyesight for a long time before they duck into the cart to hide, mm. but, you know, they get in there before she gets on camera, so it's all fine, and I mean, in that case you could rationalize it, because she's not paying attention, so, fine, but again, it's like, character's not on screen, character can't see anything, and that annoys me every time I see that in a cartoon. Yeah. Totally agree. I mean, it's, uh, just makes me think of Fairly Odd Parents, hello, I'm right here, I can hear everything you're saying. <laughs> right. Which is the joke because they're doing a close-up on the character who's monologuing their plan and then they pan out to show that they're in the room with somebody else. I mean, even Fairly Odd Parents made a joke of it. Right. If Fairly Odd Parents can be aware of that, um, then, you know, Steven Universe, come on. Maybe maybe Steven Universe Go can make a joke about it. Oh. Crossing my fingers. Oh, that title. That that hurts my heart. No. Oh, man. Please, no. Don't don't give them any ideas. Obviously, they would have to call it something else. But, you know, the the comedic uh, reboot of Steven Universe. I can only take that as more shorts. If they want to give me more shorts to make these hiatuses more bearable, please give me that. I nominate the name Beach City Fun Times. It's a pretty bad name for a cartoon, but it's all I got. Uh, I would take it. You know, I don't care what the name is. Please give me some content in between these painfully long waits. I want a short where it's just the cool kids uh, trying to, like, do surfing even though there are no waves uh, while Steven just sits on the beach sunning himself and giving them the thumbs up. Hmm. It's like they, 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 they go to more and more comedic efforts to surf. Like, apparently Amethyst can surf without any current. Right. Well, you know, she has that power and Pearl has the ability to manipulate sand and it all just <laughs> works out. Hmm. So, Isabel, did you have any notes for this episode? Oh, yes. Okay, so there was one... One error in this episode. There was one scene where Ruby just had her hands out and her gem was missing. Mm, yep. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, there's there's another gem. One of the amethysts is drawn with a pentagon on the table of the gem, but there's at least one scene where they mess up and draw it as a hexagon. Or maybe that was the one shot they drew it right and it was supposed to be a hexagon the whole time. I don't know. Very confusing. I'm sure it's hard to keep up with some things like the gem shapes, but a gem on the hand, I mean, you know, it's almost... Yeah, I gotta remember that. It's a little less forgivable than we saw, like, Peridot's hand back in Jailbreak when she didn't have a hand, but (laughs) it's fine. Um, 
I'm pretty sure there was a comic too where Steven's gem was missing in his belly button. Luckily, they've never done anything so erroneous in the show. But it's funny how such critical features to to a gem can be missed sometimes. Hmm. I like when she cracks them together, that cracks their two gems together when telling them sure. Oh, square! I, I cringed at that moment. <sighs> Ugh. Mine's clear. Mm. Yeah, it can't be comfortable. Ah, uh, no. But hey, at least they have a rose quartz right there, ready to heal them if they get if they get cracked, right? Right. He'd do it too. Like I don't know what Holly would do, but Stephen totally would. I don't know what Holly's future role in the show is either. As far as it's a really cool character design, and and we've seen this happen <laughs> time and time again. In Steven Universe, I don't know if there's a future for her. I mean, I feel like with the whole Famethyst, there's got to be... I mean, honestly, my question with this bomb in general is, there hasn't really been a lot of implications, really, of the existence of the human zoo. And also, we just kind of left them out there without even mentioning a possibility of trying to extract the humans out of the zoo and bring them back to Earth. So I wonder if that has a role to play at all in the future of the show. That would be so awful. (laughs) Their utopia broken. Welcome to Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) You can't just send them straight to Jersey, David. You gotta ease them into the horrors of Earth, okay? (laughs) Uh, You know, if we bring everybody to the barn first, sing a few campfire songs. Maybe start them in Bermuda, somewhere they'll be familiar with, and then just move them from there. Hmm can rent out a nice resort on Hawaii oh, with Mr. Greg's millions. That is the perfect use of his money. And uh, then, the, they, then they could just, you know, explore the real world at their leisure. I like that idea. Hmm. I love how we see Gareg getting his hair styled just as at the very end of the episode. Oh my goodness. I do want to point out, though, like, Steven sees a lot of bad stuff, mostly from Holly Blue in this episode, but the one thing that truly disgusts him is the loincloth. <laughs> that was probably his strongest reaction to anything the whole episode. <laughs> yeah, we sort of also, that, that conveyor belt, we sort of see some uh, gem writing that doesn't look like anything else on the show on uh, one of the little finger screens that shows up in front of him. I don't know if that was just the storyboarder just wasn't following the normal design or if maybe that's like era one writing because the whole thing would have been constructed before the shattering of Pink Diamond. It's an interesting thing. Well, I'd have to compare it to Senti's drawings from Monster Reunion or her, her handwriting from Monster Reunion, but most of the gem script we've seen is calligraphy, very decorative in nature. Right. That was just uh, slapped up. This is conveying information now. So I I actually haven't gone and compared the two, so we'll have to see how different they are. Yeah, I think there was a mega post one time on the Steven Universe subreddit uh, about uh, the writing, all the gem writing. Yeah, and they and they pointed out the that example in the in the Human Zoo as one that didn't have any other matches. So I'm inclined to believe it doesn't mean anything, but also I'm really excited for the future of of gem writing. I know that the writers actually do sort of have a a plan for it. So anyway, it's kind of neat. Does this mean that one day we'll be learn be able to learn how to write in gem? Ooh, that'd be cool. I hope so. I mean, I never learned how to speak Klingon, so I need some way to express my geek. Right, and I never learned Hillian, <laughs> which would have been very close to me. There's been many iterations of that too. So, 
But Steven Universe is so interesting because they're not just doing a letter for letter or word for word translation to English. You know, it's like you said, it's calligraphy, but also uh, it's symbol based, sort of hieroglyphic. So, yeah. And uh, we see words like that, too, like right outside the door for, um, you know, the containment area. There's two statues of humans uh, and a three letter word above yeah. them. So it'd be interesting. You know, we try to find as many examples as we can of words that might represent what they're talking about so in that instance it's probably something relating to human it's going to be so fun when we can go back and watch all these episodes and say oh yeah that right above that human statue that meant this uh yeah yeah assuming they had it planned out right from the beginning i hope i hope they knew what everything said right from the start but you never can tell i think there's been a suggestion in some interviews that they do sort of have a plan for some of these gem writings. It actually might have been brought up on the official podcast. I feel like I actually heard an audio, some sort of audio of Rebecca Sugar talking about, oh, yeah, we know that fans noticed the writing and we were excited about it, too. So anyway, I'll have to see if I can track that down somewhere because that would interest me greatly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. But yeah, man. Holly was not nice to Pearl in this episode. Now you can really see why Pearl's like, eh. You know what, maybe I'll just rebel against the society. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she likes the work, she just doesn't like the lack of respect. Pearl's a very respectable gem. For sure. It was interesting to see her reaction, and uh, already she got she got pretty peeved pretty quickly <laughs> by the time Ruby or <laughs> Steven asked her to go try hacking the panel. She's like, sure. That's what I'm good for. <laughs> so, Oh, and then we have, I, I, I can't believe I almost didn't mention it, but like the cutest Ruby scene ever. <laughs> Struggling against the door and then, oh! Uh, she she tried her out. best for about three seconds. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, it's adorable. Mm-hmm. I love that scene so much. Did you have anything else you wanted to say, Isabel? All right, so so about Blue Diamond. So she so she took Greg. She went to the zoo. She no, she, yeah, she went to the zoo. She put Greg there. Then she left. And then they mentioned that she's coming back. Is that what happened? I don't know. I was a little confused. Like, yep. in, and it yes, and it's sort of a weird path for her. I'm not exactly sure why she dropped off Greg and then immediately decided to return. I guess that kind of gives us an insight into she just can't tear herself away from this. Uh. I don't know. She just keeps lingering on the past. Yeah, that would fit her oh. personality. She is a griever. Hmm. I I mean, I wonder what she left to go do, and she's like, oh, wait, gotta, gotta go... Gotta go mourn. She's been doing a lot of mourning lately. We, we still don't really know what the diamonds do. I mean, what does blue do anyway? Like, yellow, you know, later in this bomb, like, pleads for her to be a leader again. Uh, we, we really don't know what their role is. I mean, we've seen Yellow sort of is uh, managing things and telling people what to do. What's a king's role? I guess, yeah. They are the queens of the Gempire. I feel like Blue just doesn't really have a lot of uh, intergalactic conquest goals. I mean, we haven't really seen them yet. I mean, we really don't know in general what, what the Diamonds want as far as, you know, where they see their culture, their people going, but... I'm sure we'll find out in the oh-so-mysterious and oh-so-distant-feeling season five. Um, yeah, 
I mean, it, like I said, I said a while ago, it'll probably happen either at the very end of this month or in September, because this is OKKO's OK month. Which I'm super happy about, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna lose uh, Steven Universe time for any other show, um, I hope that it's OKKO. OK yes. I mean, I, I think that's fair. Or maybe if they brought Symbionic Titan back again, that would be nice. But... <laughs> Uh, so many things would be nice. <laughs> you know what else would be nice is uh, the writers again tried to just throw me into a little fury because the end of this episode, much like the end of <laughs> Adventures in Light Distortion, has um, a scene in which then in the next episode is slightly contradicted. So we see Steven come out of the water and we hear him say, you know, sentences that we could play whenever we want again and and see, ah, yes, this is what Steven said. This is what happened when he came out of the water. But then, you know, at the next start of the next episode, we just inconveniently have Steven see him pop out of the water again and then say a different set of words because even though it's incredibly minor, why not? Let's show the same scene again and annoy David. Uh, It's a little more egregious than Roaming Eye. A little more egregious. Maybe we're watching the series on Garnet's future vision. Those were both possible lines for Steven oh. to say. Oh my goodness. I swear, if they ever pull, you know, from way back in Steven and the Stevens, ever pull something like, oh, this was all the alternate timeline. Like, uh-uh. I'm not going to be pleased if some of these episodes are alternate timeline and some of them aren't. And then, oh, that explains why we didn't see a roaming eye in the in the first shot. And then Steven said this, <laughs> oh. like, holy crud, that would, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'd be like, okay, KO, that's it. Uh, nope, actually, uh, Teen Titans Go, my new favorite show by Steven Universe. Oh, no, no. <laughs> but I'm sure they're not doing that. Somehow I just don't see that happening. Yes, no, I have much greater faith in them than that. <laughs> but... Anyway. So, did anyone else have anything else they wanted to say about Jim Heist? Good bomb. Uh, the most exciting episodes are, are still to come. Still to come. Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, it's a, it only gets better from here. Right. They, they started to pick up the pace in this one to recover a little bit um, from, from the second episode. But, yeah, the zoo, yeah. The zoo and, the, and the diamonds are really what makes the bomb most memorable, so... I'm excited to oh, be yeah. talking about those. The holy cow. Mm-hmm. So it looks like we probably won't be interrupted, so we'll, we'll be able to get the whole bomb done uh, without having any new episodes to interrupt our retro discussions. But I wouldn't complain uh, if we had to delay to talk about new episodes. Just putting that out there in case anyone from the scheduling department is wondering what would suit us best. Right. If you're if you're done throwing dartboards at the wall, you know, and you want to just start scheduling episodes soon, I'm, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I mean, at least reruns. Reruns would be nice. Yes, please. An hour a day. That's all I'm asking. I'm easy. Anyway, uh, join us next week where we will be talking about the zoo. Uh, until then, I'm GC13. I'm Isabel. And I'm David. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes. Later, everybody. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening.